Iya, iya. Eh, about time. Just had a yawn. Why do I look so bright on YouTube? Hold up, hold up on the video. Okay. Okay, I think I'm less white. Or like too white. Or wait, let me turn the light. Wait. Okay, this is a little bit better. Not really, but whatever. Okay, this is actually horrible. Wait, wait. Okay. Okay. Sorry, audio people. I had to like turn on lights and off lights and stuff like that. Um. Welcome. Um. So this is the Shifi Podcast episode forty. Three, yes, forty-three. I knew that. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, I know my hair is looking weird. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I need a haircut. I'm getting one tomorrow, so um, don't worry. So, um, okay. I want to talk about the Drake Rap Radar interview again because it's it's so unique. I'm not even finished with it. I'm not even finished with it yet. It's the longest interview I've ever seen of of Drake. I, it's weird. It's such a weird thing, and he drops so many nuggets. It's it's so interesting. Um, well, a shout out to Spotify, YouTube, Apple, and everybody else. But I want to get I want to get in this rap radar stuff. Um, you know, Drake is a, in a beef with a lot of people, a lot of rappers. Kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. Um, so I mainly, I'm not, I'm, I still have an hour left of this interview. It's so, or podcast, whatever. Um, so I kind of got more into the push, push the tea part. They talk about him for like 15, 20 minutes or like uh, the whole Kanye, all of that mess. And you know, um, it it just kept going so many directions that I was just kind of like, where where are you going with this? This is the only thing I want from Drake. Drake needs to drop this diss track that apparently ruins Push's career. Like, do y'all remember that, like, or when Push made the track, the second diss track, Drake was like, I think a couple weeks later, like, there was a report that came out, and it was like, oh, Drake had a, had a song ready, but Drake didn't want to ruin his career or ruin Push's career. He wanted to be respectable. And I'm like, it's too late to be respectable, man. Everything is off the table. Everything is, oh, well, how do you ever say that? Everything is off the table. Everything. Especially in rap. Nothing is on the table. Or, I don't know how to say that phrase, to be honest. Everything is a free-for-all. I mean, you already had mentioned Push's wife. Like, that's the thing that, like, it, there's just so many laps or circles around each other. It's like, 
like Drake was referencing the Meek Mill stuff and like um what was it? Drake was like, I didn't want to go too far. Um, and then it, what was it? So Drake was like, uh, Drake and me, like us and me and Meek Mill, we didn't actually go far, far. We didn't go too far. And then I liked it. The interviewee, the podcast people, Rat Radar, Elliot, I think, or B Dot, B Dot said, Hey, did you think you kind of went too far by talking about Push's wife? And then Drake's like, uh, Yeah, you do have a point. He even admitted Push had a point. Oh my goodness, man. It's so frustrating. Drake didn't make a diss track to push that into his career. He didn't. I want to say no. And it hurts me. It hurts me saying that. It hurts me. You can't just be like, oh, I could end this man's whole career and just keep talking about it. It's a myth, man. It makes it makes me sad. It makes me sad that Drake is like weirdly lying about this. And then he came up with some weird excuse that he wasn't announcing his child yet. Like, what was it? Pusha. There's so many circles. Oh my goodness. Push a it's just it's like talking about high school drama or something. What was another thing Drake was weird about? So right before Push released his big distract to Drake, Drake was saying, Yeah, I hadn't released or I hadn't released my son to the world because I was still waiting for the DNA results. And apparently the first DNA results got messed up. So he had to wait another week with more DNA results about his child before he says it publicly. Okay. 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 Got it. The baby was nine months old already. Why are you telling Kanye about a baby that, so he told Kanye about this baby. That's why push knows. Why did you tell Drake? Why did you tell Kanye West about your baby when apparently you weren't sure or like had DNA results still being delivered? Again, Drake is just making up things. And again, it hurts. I am a Drake stan. I support Drake many times, but this is the line. This is the line. And you crossed it, Drake. <laughs> it makes me sad. It makes me genuinely sad because your lies are just so. Now you can lie, but make sure everything adds up. None of this adds up. None of this. Wait, it might not. The baby might have not been nine months. Okay. My beat, my bad. It was three months old. Still, I don't know. I've never had a baby, but it shouldn't take more than three months to make sure, like, yo, 
this is my baby or two months. I don't. And don't tell one of the most influential people about this baby. I don't know, man. It's just, just, it's weird. The stories, none of these stories added up. And then Drake talking about, oh, uh, Push. I never, like, I can't name a Push song or something. But then he said he liked clips. So I don't know if he's, like, being super petty and just saying, I don't know many Pusha T's solo songs. So, yeah, that, that, that stuff was just a little bit kind of like, mm, you're talking, what do you, what's that term? Like, you're just, you're talking in circles. You're just like, none of this is adding up. Nothing is equaling anything. You're just keep, you're just keep drawing this circle that doesn't make sense. So, that, that kind of like, rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, dude, you are lying so hard right now. And man, I don't think the, uh, like Elliot, the, the interviewers wanted to like, kind of keep pushing that or like, kind of just like, but what about, or, but what about, like, they went far enough by saying like, yo, like you kind of went far on push by mentioning his wife. I think that's, that's all like the interviewers wanted to like push because uh, the interviewers wanted to like kind of expose him a little bit because like you know they they support Drake they don't want Drake to get mad on their own podcast and so that, that I, I understand like they didn't want to go too far but um but that, that that was like one of the only moments in this interview where they were like yo Drake you're kind of talking in circles bro so that's that <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was weird. It was weird. Um, another another nugget, nothing to do with beefs or anything, was him talking about his favorite album. Personally, his favorite album. Now, this is the first time he like confirmed it, but I kind of knew about it already. So. I've seen in past interviews where 40, his producer, uh, where 40 would keep saying that nothing was the same was the album that they wanted to make. They, they set out to make long time ago. Like that was the end goal. And so hearing that, I'm like, okay, that has to be Drake's favorite album. If it's 40 and Drake's like end goal, it was, a, it was their dream to have this type of album. And you can kind of tell because the next music that kind of came throughout the next two years were very different rap. It was very rappy. It was very not, it was very unlike Drake. And so the 2013, nothing was the same hearing them saying like, this was the cumulative. This was the final album to where this is what we set out to do. I can understand it because so far gone, uh, thank me later, take care. We're, albums that sounded like a journey to nothing was the same you can tell nothing was the same was the final product of something that started with so far gone so um so i'm never surprised when i'm i'm not i wasn't surprised when drake said nothing was the same was his favorite album a lot of people give me like 
tease me because I I used to say Take Care was my favorite Drake album. Now I say Now I say if you're reading this is too late is my favorite Drake album. But that's another conversation. I used to say Take Care was my favorite Drake album because it had a variety of a lot of everything. Rap, melody. You know, I I are, oh my goodness. I've been arguing take care versus if you're in this is too late in my mind for years. It's so I can't decide which one's my favorite album. Like it's so annoying, but whatever. Um but take care, I thought was more of an overall Drake experience. But me and Drake don't think similar. When I think overall, I think of very variety. When Drake, Drake wanted to make a cohesive album of mostly melody singing type of music. Nothing was the same. There's not much rap, like just straight up bars, rapping type of music. I can only think of Tuscan Leather, started from the bottom, the language, too, too much doesn't count. But those are the only ones I can think of that are rapping. And those, that's not many. That's three or four songs on a 14-song album. Take Care, it was a lot more rapping. It was almost like the first 10 songs were very rappy. The last 10 songs were very singy, melody. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, that's his favorite album. So, he can live with it. I don't know. That's, But I will argue that Take Care was his best album just because of it was just more variety, half and half. And yeah, I think that's that's great. I think that's the perfect balance of that type of music. Um, what else from this podcast? Um, what the Chris Brown thing was interesting because when they like he was talking about his uh, how they got to make the song "No Guidance" from this past summer. Um, you got it, girl, you got it. So it sounded like, so Drake and Chris Brown beefed in 2012. Voila, over, uh, what's her name? Rihanna. There was a whole, there was a whole love triangle going on. So they both matured. And so Drake was saying, I thought it was kind of interesting how he said that, uh, they tried to make some songs more like 2015, 16, 17, but Drake felt like that Chris Brown, they just didn't see eye to eye. I think that's, and Drake, I think had a problem with Chris's, Chris Brown's alpha-ish. I don't know. It's just like, they're both alpha males. They're, bo they're both big dogs, big heads. They're very full of themselves, ego. It's life you're going to have an ego. And so I think with them, I think Drake and Chris Brown, both having egos, they just couldn't clash on a song. They just couldn't, no one could settle because they thought if someone settles, that means they're weaker. It's, 
It was the whole drama, apparently. And then Drake was explaining how they met. So they didn't release any of those tracks. So Drake was explaining how they made No Guidance. And this gave me a little bit more respect for Chris Brown in a weird way because apparently Drake said, like, Chris Brown was down for anything. He didn't really care. Chris Brown or Drake was like, I want to come in the intro and then at the end. And Chris apparently was like, cool with it, which is a little surprising. Chris. Chris is in a good spot right now. I think he's in a good area, good mindset. Um, and then uh, what's his name? And uh, Drake apparently asked Chris Brown that for the music video, Drake wanted to do that little skit at the end, you know, the the dancing battle. Funny, it's kind of funny, uh, goofy. And Chris was okay with it. Like, I think Chris was just kind of like, if I want Drake on my song, I need to feed Drake's ego away in a way. So, because Drake is bigger, and Chris Brown apparently, maybe he just realized it. He was like, you know what? He's a bigger artist than me. If I get him on the song, it'll blow up and uh, get more sales from for him, for Chris. So, I thought that was kind of interesting. I thought that was kind of a interesting thing. Um, interesting transaction, I guess. I'm thinking of, are there any other Drake, Chris Brown songs out there? There's got to be at least one other. Oh, only. But that doesn't count. That, that had, like, other people. Um, Deuce's remix. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. forgot about the Deuce's remix song. I think I hear that sometime. Um, cool. Yeah, that's only, so this is the first song where it's just straight up, Drake and Chris Brown. Wow. Um, it's good. It's cool. Cool to hear. Uh, what else? What else is there? Um, Drake talking about Rick Ross was a little surprising. Drake has a weird respect for Rick Ross. I don't know. I don't know why he does. Rick Ross isn't that good. Like he's not that good of a rapper. I don't know. Just thought he was just too one-dimensional. But apparently Drake talks about Rick Ross very highly and very like I guess Rick Ross is one of those guys that just minds his own business who asks you for a feature, but if you don't if you say no, then he's totally fine with it, which that's how you should be. So I think Rick is just more easygoing, more uh, just like I'm making music. You can join me or not type of personality, which is, is it's a good thing to have. Good thing to have. Hmm. I'm just thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rick, Rick is this because like Drake and Rick Ross were on each other's songs this past year. I've always just thought that was a weird combo. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I, I don't know. He just has respect for him. He was talking about how uh, he was kind of sad. Like only like sad part about his like Drake and Meek Mill, the the beef with Meek Mill was that you know Meek Mill was very associated with Rick Ross, like they were, had the same label and everything. 
So Drake was kind of like sad that he really couldn't mess with Rick Ross anymore during that period. So, I mean, I guess. I, I just thought it was a weird combo. It's a weird, unexpected combo. So, take that for data. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Um, you know, all of this, Drake, Push, whatever, this all leads to Kanye. This all leads to Kanye West. Oh, my goodness. Kanye just, I don't know. He's a funny man. Um, so Drake did confirm the sicko mode verse. He confirmed that he was talking about, like, um, what was it? That part in the that sicko mode, the last part of the verse, where he's like, uh, I can't even remember. I took a left, made a right, something for the site. Or, uh, let, let, let me look this up. Let me look this up. Um, because it's very different. Uh, so, blah, 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 blah. Um, there we go. Oh, got it. Uh, so it basically, this is like, yeah, I can definitely see the Kanye part. Um, basically saying I, I still got scores to settle. I crept down the block, made it right, cut the lights, paid the price. It's on sites, on site, Kanye song. Oh, uh, nothing nice that gets in my eyes. Jesus Christ, checks over stripes. Now that was the big hint because of Kanye with Adidas and Yeezy, Drake with Nike, blah blah. Allah, that's what I thought. That's what we like. Lost my respect when I shoot my shot. Uh, just shots I took. Well, I'm using Valley Circle blocks. Valley blocks. Valley Circle blocks. It's a very witty, very witty verse. Um. Now, I gotta know if Drake was hitting on Kim K. Uh, I I hope I I, actually, I like Kim and Kanye. I just Drake is uh, he's messy. He's 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 messy. I don't like it. But Drake and Kanye have had beef for ten years. And I think this this past year was the first time where people were like, whoa, this is kind of weird. They've always had on and off beef. And I think it all started with uh totally forgot. The something with 808s and heartbreaks. I think some okay, I'm I might be completely wrong. But I think Kanye scrapped a Drake verse off 808s heartbreaks. Um and this I don't know, man. They they just it's, it's it's weirdly swept under the rug for some reason. Um, I don't know, and they're like two of my favorite artists, which is weird. And I just like how they just buy each other's houses. They're literally neighbors. It's so funny. Um, 
but I have, I have to give credit to Joe Budden. He was he was very quick to this uh, Drake Kanye thing, uh, the Sycamore verse. I think right when it came out, Joe was like, like this is about Kanye. And I, I thought he was crazy, but as it turns out, Joe is always right for some reason because he knows things. He doesn't like beat around the bush or anything. So. Yeah, I just thought that was very interesting. I don't know. It's different. Uh, Drake says he apparently, oh, apparently releasing an album. Does that every day. But it's time. I think it's like, I think Drake is preparing for like, well, there's some huge what a time to be alive things going on. I think even Drake posted something about it. I'm like, I still can't believe it's real. I still can't believe it. I still can't believe they got on they collabed in the first place. Cause that was a time where like Kendrick and Cole were gonna collaborate, uh Donald Glover and Chance were gonna collaborate. Never gonna happen. And then I think I remember hearing about Drake and Future collabing. I was like, that is not going to happen. The two of the biggest artists of this year are gonna collab? No, but they did. And so they're saying they're releasing something soon. So I don't know about a Drake solo album. Maybe it's gonna be like the reverse 2015 where Drake released an album and then they made What A Time To Be Alive. So maybe they're doing the reverse where Drake and Future are gonna, Drake's gonna release the What A Time To Be Alive 2 in the spring and then like the album in the fall. I don't know. I will say 2020 will have the best music since 2018, maybe even 2016. Whew. Bold. Um, yeah, so that's all I had about that podcast. I just wanted to talk about that. I know a lot of people are interested in that kind of stuff, I think. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. Um, you know what? Let's, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap this up a little bit. Song of the week. Shout outs, blah blah blah. Um, song of the week. I'm gonna be a mainstream man and say Yummy by Justin Bieber. Shocker. Um, man, Bieber actually releasing a solo song for the first time in a long time and an album coming out soon. I'm ready. Um, Girl, you got that yummy, 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 yummy. Yeah, this is like his first solo song in five years. Golly. Yeah, so I like it, man. I, I miss Bieber. I miss Bieber. I miss him. Is that, is that, is that, is that a shocker to anybody? <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, I've... It's a good song. It's a good song. Let me let me let me have my let me have my Bieber and my iPod, iPhone, whatever. Um, it it kind of, I don't wanna be that guy and say it sounds like blah blah blah, but I'm a, I'm gonna be that guy and say it it, it sounded a little journals ish type of album. So I don't know. Uh. Yeah. Uh, what else was it? Yummy, yummy. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, a lot, a lot of meanings in that song. Take, yeah. Uh, shout outs. <laughs> um, shout out to Mike McCarthy, new Dallas Cowboys head coach. Don't mess this up. Don't mess this up. Very surprised how quick we sign someone. But then people say coaches go fast. So I was just wondering why we took so long to fire Jason Garrett. Like, I literally, I think it was a three-day span. I think we fired Jason Garrett Thursday, and then we hired Mike McCarthy Monday of this week. So eh. I'll have my final decision. I'll have my final opinion about this next week because – I don't know what to make of this. It's just like so sudden. And a five-year contract? Five years? That's a long time. Whew. That's what I've heard. I think it's a five-year contract. But I was like guessing like, is it a three or four-year contract? But they were like, nah, it's five. I was like, oh my goodness. So... We'll see what that does. Um, I feel like he's like one of those quiet people in, in public, but very loud and private. I think he's very boisterous. So hopefully he can sign his own coaches. You know, it's the same old, same old with Jerry Jones. Is he going to let his coaches be coaches or is he not going to let coaches be coaches? So we'll see. All right, well – uh, thank you for watching. Peace. And, uh, have a good 2020. I, I, this week is always like the weird week. Everybody's back to like their routine. <sighs> Stupid. All right. Thank you for watching. Peace. Have a good one. And blah, blah, blah.